0: Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another our show of summer replacements. Now, this one is a one very near and dear to my heart. It is from our Broadway is my Beat episode. Now, I've listened to a lot of old-time radio show in my day, and every once in a while, I'll come across a show that I just take to, um, partly because of the subject matter, partly because of the delivery and the performance. I have to admit, Broadway Is My Beat did not grab me at first. It wasn't until I got into a couple episodes of it that it really captured my imagination. Being a child of the 70s, uh, growing up in New York City, I was left with the remnants of a lot of where this show takes place. And it shows. They do a really good job of characterization and stuff. But again, you will know this from our episode that I gush about the show, and here I am gushing again. So rather than more gushing, let's just sit back together. And listen to this episode, which is toward the end of the run. Without further ado, here we go.
1: Broadway's My Beat, from Times Square to Columbus Circle, the gaudiest, the most violent, the lonesomest mile in
2: the world. Broadway is my beat, with Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover.
1: When it's sunny August and you walk the morning on Broadway, walk slow. Give yourself time to gather up things you want to save for memories. And stop now and then and look around. Beneath your feet, the concrete strikes glints of any color you want. And the passers-by are nicely proportioned with sun shoulders and dachshunds and breeze-tossed hairdos. And skyward, the copper sky and the blue. But mostly, the secret things that only you can see, set to the carousel music your mind makes. This is the day Broadway belongs to you. Just east of Broadway, where I was, in Detective Muggerman, ground-floor apartment in Rooming House on forty nine. And the man whose room it was...
3: Hang me by the thumbs. I didn't
1: have anything to do with it. His name was Joey Pell. And the man who was visiting him was named Herb Murray. Hang me right alongside Joey, if you want. Only I have no thumb on my left hand. A okay, con-
3: Herb, okay.
1: Well, I was just going to tell the lieutenant about my accident, that's all. But so my conversation is one of the social graces. This I learned Aye, when sir, I was... I said okay. Bu-
3: okay. Look...
1: Could I say something?
3: Go ahead. Nancy Lee likes to brain herself trying to knock down a building by auto which has stood up for the last 25 years. I
1: remember when they were putting up that building, how sturdy they made it. Press steel they used. I remember asking. I remember... Shut
3: up, Herbie.
1: I'm talking. Well, I'm just trying to prove to these fellows. I said shut up. You ought to eat something, Joey. You're always like this when nothing's on your stomach. Well?
3: Look, Danny. Joey. Forget it. Forget it. What's the matter? Nothing, nothing. Looked, any. Okay, what? Nancy, two days ago, runs smack into this building and gets banged up. Drunk, the papers say. it yeah, didn't say poison because we just found that out for sure this morning. So what has that got hey. to do with it? Brock, the monkey. Uh-oh.
4: What's the matter?
1: Go away, little Manny. Little Manny? You know him? Why don't you just shut up? Okay, brainy type. You'll get rid of
3: the monkey. Big Manny! Call off the monkey, Big Manny. Nothing today. So what was that? Uh, uh, not nothing, nothing. I offered that monkey a nickel. He wouldn't take it. What was it? Couldn't be that monkey was taking betting slips on the races, could it? And Big Manny is making book? It couldn't be that, could it? <laughs> what a thought. I only asked because we got a reader on an organ grinder who was doing that in Jersey. Big Manny will say it was my fault. Why don't you just shut up?
1: You ought to eat something. That's a good idea. Take Joey downstairs for a cup of coffee, Muggerman. You can call Vice from the drugstore and mention Manny to them. I want to keep this phone open for a call from the hospital. Now, bring me back a sweet bun, toasted with butter. I'll kill him! Why? Come on, Joey. Yeah. Well, here we are. Herb. Uh Uh-huh. How'd you lose your thumb, Herb? You know Naden's delicatessen on 3rd? You worked at Naden's before you started a pitch for the Diamond Dance Palace? Yeah, that's right. You have anything to do with Nancy Lee's accident? Well, you ought to be ashamed asking a question like that, long as we've known each other. How long you known Joey? Eh, five years or so, I guess. Why? You're just asking. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it was five years. He was selling bears out front where I was pitching. Bears? Yeah, he's still doing it. What kind of bears, Herb? kind you see every day on the street. Oh, uh... Yeah, you know, all mechanical little bears you'll wind up when they move from side to side like this and walk around. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a very nice item. Herb. Yeah? Listen, Herb. Nancy Lee had an insurance policy that was going to pay off a lot of money. Is that a fact? It would have been only for $75,000 except that she had an accident and there was a double indemnity clause in the policy. And $150,000. Right, right. Herb. Uh, you'd better ask Joey. Herb. How come you and Joey are beneficiaries of this policy? We're liked, I guess. How come both of you... The... Wait a minute. Danny Clover speaking.
3: Dr. Sinsky, Danny.
1: How is she, doctor?
3: I just called to give you the latest, Danny, which is not good. Nancy Lee Hunt is still a very sick woman. I called to tell you we put her
1: in oxygen. You'll keep me posted, won't you? Sure. Thanks. Okay, Herbie. How come last week both of you were spreading it around town how you're coming into a lot of money? Oh... Oh, is that what you're worried about? That's part of it. Well, ease your mind, please. Why should I do that? Well, we had a sure thing on a filly in Miami. We're just boasters, I guess. The filly ran out, Danny. We, we boasted for nothing. What about B.B., Herb? Huh? B.B. Barrett. Well, how should I know? You're really asking to be booked for murder, aren't you? My wife would kill me. Let's chat about B.B., huh? Well, gee, I don't know what to say about her. She... Hey, did you bring me the sweet bun? What's the matter? I went
3: to lunch with a shy cop. You didn't eat. I can tell just looking at you. The joint's crowded, and he's too shy to flash a badge to get service. No coffee or nothing, huh? Sit down, Joey. Uh, you're not kidding. We were just talking about BB Barrett. Uh, from downstairs in the basement, I'll fix that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what's the matter?
3: You look funny jumping up and down, that's all. <laughs> I'm glad I entertain you, Herb.
1: Well, you're not the type, that's all. How about Bebe, Joey?
3: Me, Herb, and Bebe. The three beneficiaries to Nancy Lee's insurance policy.
1: Why not? Listen, you cops have called me a lot of things, and so now you call me beneficiary, huh? <laughs> <sighs>
4: that's
3: what you want to know, huh? That's right. You know the kind of girl Nancy Lee was, don't you? Now tell us. Wild. Brother. Crazy wild with the booze, with the fast cars. Anything that was rapid, Nancy Lee's crazy wild. Brother. Go on. Keep him quiet, will you? Keep quiet, Herb. He's got the floor, so it isn't polite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so Nancy Lee and me and Bibi and Joe... That was three years ago before I was married. That was three years ago before I was married. We four had a large bottle one night. We, all of us, got feeling floaty. Nancy Lee come up with an idea. Take out a policy on a pay-the-premium. He guarantees to be dead in three years. That's the way it was. That's the way it was? From a girl like Nancy Lee, it was the kind of idea you'd expect. Listen, mm-hmm. I, listen, the kind of girl she was. Everybody was surprised to see her alive from one day to the next. How much did each of you put up? Me, Herbie, BB, 15 grand each. Nancy Lee was going to die, so it didn't cost her a nickel. It's just the kind of girl she was, that's all. You know... What?
1: They say it takes all kinds. Now Here was a creature who did everything hard. When she
3: played, she played hard. When she loved, she
1: loved hard. Yeah, real nutsy, huh, did Nancy Lee? So each of you put $15,000 in the kitty. Is that the way it went, Joey? Yeah, that's
3: right. Fifteen grand per annum. Mm-hmm. Paid the premiums to buy her a car, apartment, clothes, various things. You know, this and that. Uh-huh. You know how ladies are. Go give them a budget. Go ahead. The three of us form
1: a syndicate and put up the 15 Gs each and said, that's it, Nancy Lee, that's it, baby doll. You're not
3: kidding. You know, the first time I saw Herbie was talking to the photos in front of the dance place he pitches. So go ahead, blame him. He sits there and talks to himself. What'd I do? What is this? Come here, baby.
5: That's what I like to hear. Oh, baby. baby. Oh, Mr. something to me.
3: <laughs>
5: uh, get rid of all the fellas. Tell all the fellas to come back several hours later with sandwiches and whatnot, huh?
3: <laughs> the two you don't know are cops. Detective a ma'am, and this gentleman is Lieutenant Clover. How do you do?
5: Quite well, thank you. Make mine on pumpernickel.
3: Uh, we're talking to your fella here about attempted murder. I'm glad you could join us.
5: How do you like yours, Joey? Cop's kidding, isn't he, Joey?
3: Men said they found poison in Nancy Lee. Men said that's why she banged the side of that building. Kitty?
5: Why don't
3: you listen to him? He's telling you, ain't he?
5: Kiss yourself and me your light socket. Yes, pretty please? Ah, uh, I'm not kidding.
3: Yes, That's right. Now, just to keep it straight, you're B.B. Barrett, aren't you?
5: Just to keep it straight, it's Miss B.B. Barrett. Later to become Mrs. Joey's <laughs> Pell. <Paris. laughs> man, what now? Are you dying? One of these
4: days I'm going to brain
1: him. Look, I got a real good sense of humor, and I laugh easy. What do you want from me, plasma? Nancy Lee dies. You come into a lot of money, right, Miss Bird?
5: Joey?
3: They
1: know about it.
5: Joey says you know about it, so why ask
1: me? $50,000 each.
5: You did it in your mind. I had to sit down with pencil and paper. Yeah. That's right, cop. $50,000. You fellas...
3: Yeah, Muggerman... Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, so what do you call it? Uh huh. Oh, thanks, Doc. Yeah, sure. That was Dr. Sinsky. Nancy Lee Hunter just died. Our Dr. Sinsky gave me a medical term why Nancy Lee Hunter died. When I couldn't understand it, he explained to me it was the name of a poison.
1: Oh, gee, that's too bad.
3: Yeah, Dr. Sinsky believes that Nancy Lee Hunter took or was given the poison, which made her crash the car.
4: Oh. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's all go down to headquarters.
3: <laughs> what for? You'd pay attention, you'd know. Nancy Lee just died. The police, these fellas here, think she was poisoned. They want us to go down to headquarters to talk to us about murder. Oh. <laughs>
2: Listening to Broadway's My Beat, written by Morton Fine and David Friedkin, and starring Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover. Do you know the facts of death? The simple truth is that unsafe driving is an open invitation to the grim reaper. It's amazing how many otherwise sensible and even brilliant people permit themselves to lose their perspectives to the point where a moment's speed and instant's poor driving judgment can result in disaster. Driver, if it's a gamble, Don't take it. Be a pessimist and live.
1: Sunburst of a new August morning, and Broadway takes a moment from the swarm to lean against subway exit to gird itself against another day by a quick rundown of mileposts of the long night past. There was the afterwork bottle of beer at the corner bar and the hazed reflection of a woman's mouth in the soap mirror. And remembered over supper, Junior remarking on the funny look on Pa's face. And mattress on the roof, then, your corner of sleep. And from windows of the street, the floating siren songs of the disc jockeys. And the dream fragments, for you're someone else, somewhere else. Somewhere else, fathoms low, Everest high, deserts wide. The dawn chill then, the awakening, the waiting time clock, sunburst of a new August morning, and try once more. Maybe it'll happen today. And at police headquarters, the normal phenomenon of all the mornings...
4: In August,
1: it is good to be alive, Danny. Sergeant Gino Tataglio.
4: And in order for you to more freely savor this feeling, on your desk, I deposit a container of hot coffee. And a hot cinnamon bun, likewise.
1: Well, thank you, Gino. Uh, may I ask a question, Gino? It's allowed. Well, I've thought about it a lot, and... Well, I... Out with it, Danny? Well, sometimes I get in here, like this morning, maybe a half hour late, sometimes a couple hours.
4: You always have a hot bun for me. How do you keep it hot? Fish pash my secret. Oh. Yeah. Any more questions, Danny? No. Danny, drink into the affairs of the day. <clears throat> a few leaves from the chapters in our records entitled Joey Pell, Herb Maury, which I will synopsize for you as after a while it becomes dull from repetitiousness.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Gino. Thank you for being thoughtful.
4: Don't mention <clears throat> Joey Pell, a Broadway boy on familiar terms with the lads of Bunko Squad, for various street corner pitches, empty store pitches, the dropped blank at the telegraph office pitch. Also friendly with the roving squad for floating crab games, anchored crab games, and various flights in the realm of luck and Fantan, and so on and so on. As for Herb Maury? Get out here, he...
3: Danny, the beneficiary.
4: Oh yeah, bring him in. <laughs> <laughs>
3: place. All right, all right, break it up, lover. The lieutenant says he wants you inside. Come on, come on. Uh, don't get lost, Herb. Stick with the crowd.
1: They do do that, don't they? That Joey and Beebe. They make a real tight bunch of crowd.
3: Uh, let's put it this way, Herb. Huh? Well, let's just put it, Joey. In Baby here, I got a hive of honey. And in your wife, Herb. What about my wife, Joey? In your wife, Herb, they got a barrel of marinated olives.
5: I love you, Joey. The things you think to speak.
3: Oh, well, you two break it up. Tableau's over. Jokes are over. Joey and Herb, mug and get them out of here. Danny. What? Delicate with Baby, huh? Gentle with Baby, huh? Because I have the very highest type thoughts about Bibi and deep respect and all inclusive. All right, outside lover. You to Herb.
5: Wait, Joey. Hold me a minute, Joey, like you do. I don't want to forget ever how you do that, Joey, even for a minute. <laughs> no, Joey. You go with the man, like the man <laughs> It's a
2: flipped world, baby.
3: But you in it, I like it.
5: That fella, that Joey fella, he loves me. If You get the chance, you look on that stone wall, that building on 39th, you look. You'll see scratched into the stone, two hearts entwined and in initials J and B.B.
4: And... Sit down, Miss Barrett. Oh? I will move the chair in for you, Miss Barrett. Oh, sweet. Miss Barrett? Indeed. Oh, Thank you. Uh, Miss Barrett, if you That's should... That's all, you know, you can go. Lieutenant, Miss Barrett.
5: You're (coughs) sweet. You're thinking. Huh? Sometimes around me, fellas think. I always know when. I let them. Sometimes even let Joey.
1: You really love him, don't you?
5: I can cry how much. Or yell, beat my chest. You know what you're thinking? What? You're thinking, did I make Nancy Lee die? Did you? I will be very wealthy because Nancy Lee crashed her automobile.
1: You and Joey, two-thirds of 150,000.
5: Mm, best part, me and Joey. <laughs> I read there's a mountain in Rio someplace they call Sugarloaf. Me and Joey will sweeten it.
1: You're making it easy. What? I said you're making it easy. Easy to explain. Motive, in simple language, to a jury.
5: You kidding Get me a jury, 12 men and true. After me, they'll mark you low boy on the grease pole.
1: You kill her, drink with her, poison her, get her in her car. Nancy
5: and... Lee was very talented with that stuff herself. Very capable of a routine like that without any assist from me. From anybody.
1: From Joey, maybe.
5: No, not Joey. Don't you say Joey to me. Don't you dare. Uh, yes, I will.
1: Sit down, Miss Barrett. <laughs> Tell me about Nancy Lee, Miss Barrett.
5: About Nancy Lee. It's got me in it. Tell me. From five years ago, uh, uh-huh, five, I answered an ad in billboard to the Blue Lagoon Diamond Dance. Nancy Lee auditioned right ahead of me. You ever see a Diamond Dance audition? No. You get this opportunity, you go see. Well, anyhow, from the audition, Nancy Lee and Bebe, like it was sisters, a sister act. Of interest, any type dancing fellow you can mention. Me, quiet, smooth rhythm. Nancy Lee, crazy, flipperoo, gone, drums and percussion type. Between us, we could handle all fellas that had their dimes in hand. Then one evening, I met Joey. Joey,
1: Joey. Uh, Just about Nancy Lee, huh?
5: Nancy Lee didn't meet any Joey. She didn't want to. She told me. She wanted types. You know, we bought her a car, me and Joey and Herb. It was part of the deal when she came up with that insurance proposition. A car also. For how she promised us to die in three years.
1: Yes, I know. What's that got to well, do with it's it? Well, this has
5: got to do. From over the windshield of that car, she hung charms. What? Charms, like I wear on my charm bracelet. But Nancy Lee's were bigger. Symbols, she called them. She used words like that. Symbols is the men she was going with at the time. There were three monkeys, for instance, representing one fella. Then there was a large radish molded from silver, for instance. And for a while, there was even a baby shoe. A symbol, Nancy Lee said, of a toddler romancing her at the time. (sighs) Crazy gone Nancy Lee. (laughs) Symbols for fellas.
1: And you were with her all the time, you and Joey and Herb.
5: No, for maybe a month we were with her.
1: You had an investment, $15,000 apiece, and you didn't... Well, I'm
5: saying it to you. For a month, we didn't see her. We looked at each other, and we said, why? So I took it in my own hands. I went to see Nancy, ask her why. When was that? You think I'm ashamed to tell you? Earlier of the same night when Nancy Lee beat her head against the building. What happened? She was bubbly, is what happened. She said, why see our types when she now had a fella? One fella who put an end to all the others. A fella she thought she'd never have. Then she laughed in that way she laughed, and she threw me out. The man was coming, she said, so out you go, baby. <laughs> you know what? What? Nancy Lee promised us to die in three years. Last night, I looked up the date. She made it by four days early. Nancy Lee. A girl who never knew what time it was. Oh, you want me to walk out in the hall, Danny, while no, you No, it's all right.
1: Stay where you are. Bring Herb Maury in, Mugglesby.
3: Oh, look,
5: Danny, right now I'm in the middle.
1: Good. Then I can count on you. Thanks a lot, Mugglesby.
5: Look, I have to sit here while that creep Herb Maury's in the same room with me. Just
1: relax, Miss Barrett. I want...
5: Danny,
4: I... Oh, pardon me. What do you want, Gino? There is a Mrs. Herb Maury out here to see you, Danny. Shall I bid Mrs. Her... Herb Maury? At least six-four in her
5: stocking feet. Well, sure in.
4: This way, to see, Danny Clover.
5: What have you done with my herb? This stuff has got to be cut out, you understand? You don't push Herbie around. Not when I'm around. Well, just relax. Honey. Relax? How can I?
3: I brought him, Danny. Right, get in there, Herb. Oh, gosh, honey,
1: baby. If they told me you were coming, I'd have baked a fish.
5: <laughs> you, have uh... <laughs> Gone and got yourself into a mess, Herb.
1: Oh, look, honey, it ain't no mess. It's been a ball. It's been. Tell a me b-
5: about the ball you had when I get you home.
1: First, he's going to tell us something, Mrs. Maury. Uh, yeah, honey, baby. First, I got to tell Danny something. Then, when we get home, Herb. I... Yeah, Danny. Where were you the night Nancy Lee got killed?
4: <laughs>
1: where was I the night, <laughs> honey, baby? You tell him where I was the night Nancy. I don't
5: know, Herb.
1: Uh, uh, don't tell a fib, honey, baby. I was tucked under your arm, remember?
5: (laughs) My wife's a bomb. (laughs) I don't know where you were, Herb, the night Nancy Lee was killed. You wasn't home, Herb. I was alone, Herb, and I cried, Herb. You got us into a mess, Herb.
1: Get them out of there. Get Muggerman to clear the office of B.B., of Herb Maury, of Mrs. Maury, a big woman. The tears somehow strange from her, and Herb's comforting of her strange also. don't do that, honey, baby. You're no mess. Just me. And the door closed on them, and sit now in a new silence. Let the day drift, change color, change pace. And the thoughts, too, which concern a woman dead who had made promise to her friends and benefactors that her death was in three years, and who missed it by four days, because there was drunkenness and poison and crash of steel into a building, which took precedence over time schedules and schedules for dying. And now, the swifter draining of day, and remember something you hadn't eaten. Walk downstairs to the commissary and the ham on white and the coffee and the cupcake with pink coconut and twilight commissary talk. And When you come back to the office, Detective Muggerman has been waiting.
3: Hi, Daddy. You got anything this afternoon, Muggerman? Yeah, a couple things. Well, What? Oh, for one thing, I made a routine check through the files of Nancy Lee Hunter. Go on. Beneficiaries weren't kidding. Nancy Lee would have made dying before long. Oh. Uh, according to records, uh, about a year ago, she was brought into police emergency hospital pretty badly beaten. Hmm. Real hurt. Said it was a man, but she wouldn't say who. Wouldn't prefer charges. Another time, they clocked her at 97 miles an hour in East River Parkway. She told the officer it was crazy to stop her. Another time, Central Park Zoo... She climbed the barrier to the tiger cage, stuck an arm in, challenged the tiger to take it. She would have made it, Danny. Maybe they should have waited. Anything else? Yeah, I found out where she kept her car, went down there for a routine check. You never know. I'll go on. Uh, it's a place where Herb and Joey and Bebe bought it, a car. They've been taking care of it ever since. Yeah, they got the wreck now. I talked to a man there about a month ago. Nancy Lee drove it in, said, wash it, lubricate it, and uh, get rid of all those things over my windshield. Put this up. Just this. Put what up? This, Danny. A toy. Mechanical bear. You see guys selling them on the street. Cute, huh? Yeah. Get them, huh, Muggavin? Okay, inside, all of you. Here they are, Danny. Herb, go home. Huh? Get out of here. Your wife wants you. Well, I,
1: I, I want to give you fellows a fair chance. I'm a small fellow with no alibi, remember?
3: Call on me any time, fellas. Baby.
5: Uh-huh? We're left. Why? Hey, Daddy, why are we left?
1: Who fed Nancy Lee the poison?
5: Well, not me. Not him either.
3: What for? Why should I? Simple. For fifty
5: thousand dollars. Well, so why pick on my boy? We each get fifty grand, her, me, him, everybody.
3: Not a bad return on a fifteen grand investment, huh?
5: I sat down with paper and pencil on that one too. We always get the same answers, you and me.
3: Oh, come on, come on, you guys.
5: Hey. Joey has them. You take some Joey, Danny?
3: Yeah, second hand. <laughs> Both of you have got an eat. What for? This
1: toy was taken out of Nancy Lee's car.
5: You kidding?
3: He's not kidding, baby. Joey. Yeah?
5: Right now, I had a gun. I'd make holes all over you. Joey.
3: Look, they got nothing on me, baby.
5: What'd you just kill me for, it, Joey?
3: You're going to listen to me. Baby, Don't.
5: Look. Don't touch me again. I just crawled when you touched me. You think I loved her? That me? whole month, thing. You're going to listen to me? That whole month, and Nancy Lee's not seeing any of us except you. Listen to me. And you? when I see her, she tells me about a new fella. She can hardly believe it. A fella she wants all the time and finally gets. And she hangs up a bear in her car. The symbol of my joy.
3: Say goodbye to her, Joey. Oh, just let me explain to her. Huh?
5: Why? Why do you want to do that?
3: Because I want you to think kindly of me. I want you to know I did it for you.
5: Thank you very much for killing a lady for me. That's just what I needed.
3: How long were we going to wait, baby? That crazy dame was going to live forever. It
5: was nice waiting. I was enjoying it. Would you have to push it We well, had
3: dough invested. Fifteen GBs each. You'd had to be protected.
5: You didn't kill her. She'd have died some other way.
2: Oh, Joey.
5: Oh,
2: honey,
3: honey. You
5: touched me. My skin just crawled again, Joey. Danny,
3: can I go? All right. I got nothing to say, fella. I wanted the money because I thought I could make the love I had with Baby better. It was real wrong. Come on, Julie.
1: Broadway's sleeping now. The furious avenues of the night are still. Only the sleepwalkers are there. The seekers, the sodden, the huggers close of nothing at all. It's Broadway, the gaudiest, the most violent, the lonesomest mile in the world. Broadway, my beat. <laughs>
2: My Beat stars Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover, with Charles Calvert as Tartaglia, and Jack Crucian as Mugavin. The program is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, with musical score composed and conducted by Alexander Courage. In tonight's story, Mary Jean Quast was heard as BB, Tony Barrett as Joey, Gigi Pearson as Mrs. Maury, and High Everback as Herb. Bill Anders speaking. <laughs> Later tonight, CBS Radio's Gangbusters brings you an authentic story of diamond smuggling and operations that started on the Belgian Diamond Mart, paused briefly in Canada, and reached a surprising and lethal wind-up in New York City. Remember, tonight and every Saturday night, the program that brings you exciting mysteries of real life brings you your latest gangbusters adventures on most of these same stations. And remember, for thrilling dramas of escape, listen Sunday night to the CBS Radio Network.
0: Music fades. I just want to thank you for listening to another episode of our show of summer replacements. Dan and I are working hard on bringing you new episodes of our show of shows podcast. Yes, we are coming back soon with a few episodes, some of them possibly seasonal. I don't want to spoil too much. Until we meet again, I want to remind you that the archive.org is an amazing place to visit to find new shows of your own to look up things and just explore the wide world that is our culture, many cultures. Until next week, thanks for listening.